Goff's three minutes. Your story. Cause knowledge is. And the rocket's red glare, the bombs bursting in air. There's few things more American on the 4th of July than spending the day with friends and family, having a cookout, celebrating our nation's birth, appreciating our troops fighting for our freedom, and then, as dusk turns to night, to sit back and watch fireworks light up the sky. It's an aerial display of our command of gunpowder. It's anticipated, looked forward to, and it's 1777. That's right. Our fascination with celebrating the 4th of July started all the way back to our inaugural Independence Day, July 4th, 1777, while in the throes of the American Revolution. Now, celebratory fireworks have come a long way from their humble beginnings, so we have to go a little farther back than just Washington and the Redcoats spilling tea and treason against the crown to light the fuse on the history of pyrotechnics. A few years ago, I had a huge brush pile I'd been working on, and I was getting ready to burn when my neighbor came up and asked if he could throw a bunch of bamboo he'd cut off his property onto the pile. He wanted to get rid of it. He threw them on, and a few days later, I touched off the pile and let her burn down. Within about 20 minutes, I started hearing these loud pops. Not gunfire loud, but pretty close. I was quite startled, but what I was also experiencing was the origin of the firecracker. See, bamboo grows in sections with a knuckle in between growths. Since it's hollow, air and moisture get trapped in between these knuckles. When you throw it in a fire, it heats up until the moisture expands so much that it cracks the bamboo in a small explosion. Not unlike if you've ever thrown a pop bottle into a campfire with a lid on it and hear a pop when the pressure gets too much. This was actually first experienced in 2nd century China, and when the fire made the bamboo crack, they knew they were onto something. They would do this for the next thousand years as a way to ward off evil spirits. It's not until around 9th century that the Chinese, while trying to create an elixir for eternal life, create a mixture of potassium nitrate, sulfur, and charcoal. Gunpowder. Now I eventually want to get into the four great inventions and give them each an episode, but for now that's all you really need to know about gunpowder. So they pour the gunpowder and seal it into a bamboo chute, throw it into the fire, boom! They later add metal shavings for sparkles and tissue paper for a fuse. Eventually, instead of just throwing explosives in the fire, the Chinese start strapping these firecrackers onto arrows and firing them at the enemy. It takes a few centuries, but eventually these arrows evolve into rockets and is still the basics of fireworks today. Now today's fireworks consist of an aerial shell, the tube, then gunpowder inside, and a dozens of small pods called stars. These pods are responsible for the colors, shapes, and size of the explosion. Marco Polo brings fireworks to Europe upon his return from Asia in 1295, but some Europeans have already heard rumors of fireworks from returning crusaders from the Holy Land. The medieval royals love fireworks, to quote, enchant their subject, and illuminate their castles on important occasions, end quote. Henry VII had them on his wedding day, James II on his coronation day. Tsar Peter the Great of Russia celebrated his son's birth with a five-hour fireworks show. 
Now up to this point, fireworks were one color, orange. But during the Renaissance, pyrotechnic schools start popping up and students, particularly those in Italy, begin playing around with sizes, shapes, and even colors using different metals and chemicals. The first fireworks celebration in America is believed to have taken place in Jamestown in 1608 after John Smith brought them over to the New World. As I stated in our intro, our very first Independence Day celebration in 1777 was marked by a huge fireworks display believed in part to be a morale booster for the colonial troops still deadlocked at war with the British for the future of our nation. John Adams prophetically wrote in a letter in 1776 about Independence Day, quote, The day will be most memorable in the history of America. I am apt to believe that it will be celebrated by succeeding generations as the great anniversary festival. It ought to be solemnized with pomp and parade, bonfires and illuminations, from one end of this continent to the other, from this time forward, forevermore, end quote. I think he nailed it. Fireworks are also an economic force. Today, Disney spends between $40,000 and $50,000 per show. In 2016, Americans spent $800 million in fireworks for the 4th of July. And the largest producer and exporter of fireworks in the world, the firecracker OGs, China. We have a crazy amount of fireworks options today for the Backyard Pyro. To give you a rundown of your options, is everyone's favorite fireworks expert here, Joe Dirt. So you're going to tell me that you don't have no black cats, no Roman candles or screaming memes? No. Oh, come on, man. You don't got no lady fingers, buzz buttles, snicker bombs, church burners, finger blasters, gut busters, zippity doodahs, or crap flappers? No, I don't. You're going to stand there owning a fireworks stand and tell me you don't have no whistling bungholes? No spleen splitters, whisker biscuits, honky lighters, husker do's, husker don'ts, cherry bombs, nips of dazers, with or without the scooter stick, or one single whistling kitty chaser? No. Because snakes and sparklers are the only ones I like. As we all celebrate Independence Day in our own ways, enjoy your friends and family, have a cookout, celebrate our nation's birth, remember the brave troops who have and are still fighting for our freedom, and when dusk turns to night, let's light up the sky and party like it's 1777. Class dismissed. This podcast written, produced, and narrated by Isaac Goff in wild, wonderful Ward County, West Virginia. Now we know. And knowing is half the battle. <laughs>